beach. Hey everyone, can you guys hear my uh, roommate talking to his mom upstairs? I don't think so. Can you hear my my ice and my squirt in my cup? She, oh, she's a squirter. Okay. Um, I will not confirm nor deny anything. <laughs> you can okay. decide yourselves. <laughs> Um, what's up everyone? How is y'all doing? Um, welcome back again. Yeah, I hope you guys liked the last episode. <laughs> um, I mean, Latifah and I did. We, we thought it was funny, but, um. A lot of people like the pictures on Instagram and one of my group chats dragged me. They were like, excuse me, what is this picture of you and these extensions? I was like, guys, please. <laughs> what? Please stop. What did they say? They were like. They're like, we fell out. Like, this is not okay. Like, how, why Why is this a thing? Why do you look like this? And I was like, guys, I was 14. I was like 15. I don't know. I didn't know any better. I'm surrounded by white people. I'm just here. Why are you built like that? <laughs> Literally, I was like, guys. But the Instagram got a lot. Of, it got some more traction than it typically does. So I was like, thanks. Guess people like making fun of us. So thank you. Um, I mean, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. LOL. <laughs> Can you believe we're like a third of the way through September already? Like it's already the 8th. I mean, today's the 8th. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be like the 11th, maybe the 12th. I don't know. But like. For, um, first of all, I asked all my friends if it would be offensive if on 9-11 I posted oh that uh, Tyra Banks meme, which is a picture of Tyra Banks. And it says, when I was modeling in New York during 9-11, people were dying, but I still worked it and it was fierce. I'll and, post it um, for the Instagram this week. <laughs> yeah, and people said don't post that, so I won't. Maybe. I don't know. I'll post it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> do not post that. I'll post um, it as the, as the post with the episode, not like... Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, Latifah today wanted to talk about uh, pro-life and pro-choice, um, which we'll get into after our um, normal segments. Um, but also, I, I didn't prepare anything. Well, shocker and surprise there. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I have, like, no argument for being pro-life. I was like, okay. I mean, I I get some pro-life things to an extent. I was watching some interviews and some, like, debates um, before this and kind of... Because I was like, why are people pro-life other than, like, religious beliefs? And I'm yeah, like, I was like, if you, if you take up religion, like, why? Yeah. But, so okay, we'll I mean, later, yeah. But anyways, um, Cal, what's your pern snap for this week? Um, my per and my snap is um, I don't, I don't know if I have one. Wow. Okay. Well, Calvin I, came in today blind. Was like, bitch, we're recording a podcast today. Bitch, okay. Literally, I like woke <laughs> up like five minutes ago. I was like, hello. <laughs> oh my gosh. Same. I woke up like an hour ago. And I was like. Uh, like that, <laughs> are you talking about that vine where they pour water on the wall, yeah, water like, on the girl's face? Hello? <laughs> yeah, I, I think my, well, okay. My point step is that I'm looking for an under eye cream, but then, um, I think that I have, like, not that I have all the ingredients, but I have all the stuff that is already needed in an eye cream, so I don't have to buy one. So you're just gonna um, make an eye cream? No, I just have all the stuff already that I as is in the eye cream that I wanted. I wanted the Kiehl's uh, vitamin C, um, like brightening and a fine line 
eye cream because Kiehl's today is having a 25% off sale. So I was like, maybe I should buy one. But the ingredients are uh, a vitamin C, um, which I already have a vitamin C serum from The Ordinary. Um, it has caffeine in it, which I already have a caffeine serum from The Ordinary too. Um, we love The Ordinary. Yeah, apparently. And then it has um, like uh, some sort of like retin-A or uh, like uh, retinol in it. Which I already have the my tretinoin already, um, and then it has something else in it, and then I was like, I already have that ingredient too, so I have uh, I have all the shit that like is in it already, so I don't have to pay like you know fifty bucks to get that. Fucking ice Are you cream. looking for an eye cream? Okay, I'm sorry that we're getting into this on the podcast, but maybe this is interesting to you. Maybe it's not, but maybe we'll help you decide if you need an eye cream. Um, are you getting an eye cream because you have puffiness or dark circles? Are you just looking for one to kind of prevent fine lines and wrinkles or all of the above? Um, my eyes are not puffy. It's just like my dark, I just like cracked my knuckle. Hello. Um, my dark circles are like pretty bad. And then, um, I have like one wrinkle underneath my right eye, which if I'm not wearing makeup, it's like totally fine but when I because I'm trying to d conceal my dark circles it always creases huh. and um yeah that's that basically per. that's fair per. okay cool cool anyway, um my my parent snap um for this week oh goodness what did I see god damn it okay Calvin <laughs> doesn't have anything ready but I always forget mine oh Okay, I sound so... Did I talk about what I got last week for my birthday? Um, mm. Probably a little bit. Um, actually, no. My parents snapped this week, and I'm not going to talk about it a whole lot because I don't know how much of this he wants out there, um, goes to my healthcare workers and my nurses up in those hospitals because Miguel's ass was in the hospital from Friday to Sunday. So my ass was at the hospital from Friday to Sunday, um, and they took good care of him and they were really informative and really, um, nice and just very caring. And I appreciate that because I mean, now I have to take care of him. I'm off tonight. Today's my night off from, um, childcare. Oh. Yeah. Because a child. So my childcare, I'm off this tonight. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate that because one, I think healthcare workers aren't really appreciated as is, especially with um, everything going on. Also, doctors never know what the fuck they're talking about. And, like, I say that because <laughs> it's honestly, like, I feel like doctors are just like, well, just do this, but they don't know how much of everything goes into that because, like, Sunday, um, the nurse was like, okay, you're going to get to go home now, and you'll probably get to go home tonight. And the doctor comes in and he's like, so we're going to keep your labs and keep tracking you. And um, we'll just kind of keep monitoring them for the next day or so. Because like, I thought I was going home. And the nurse is like, okay, you ready to go home? And we're like, yeah. So I was like, what is the truth? So, I mean, we left. but Yeah. Well, working in a hospital one time, um, yeah, it's like there's so many communication, like, not errors, but like loops and like little loopholes. It's a lot of miscommunication or just like people assume things are happening or they're not. And you're like, yeah, okay. Like, what the fuck? But yeah, period. If you want nice nurses, you have to, like, go into labor. Because all those nurses are really nice. Like, in labor and delivery. Do you feel like a lot of girls that you all... Maybe you don't. But I do feel like a lot of girls or a lot of 
women that you know that weren't really nice in like high school ended up going to nursing school for college and you're like why the fuck would you decide to take care of people for a living Mm, i don't know because the only people that i know that are nurses are like my mom and that's it and like other gay men that i know lol but are they nice gay men yeah well yeah i think so i don't know okay um but yeah i feel like i don't know maybe it's just me maybe i'm just bitter but i don't think i am because i feel like a lot of girls i went to high school with like like, i'm gonna go to nursing school i'm like bitch why like you don't like people but okay Mm -hmm. Um, i think it's a career path that it's like well might as well or whatever which is a crazy career path to do that in because nursing is fucking hard like it's not really like a take as you want to kind of job you know Mm -hmm. i feel like it's like a job that if you get into it when you're young and you like it, then you like it. But when you get into it when you're older, it's a position that's like, well, I need a job. or I need, like, job security. Might as well, bitch. Right. You might, like, get to that point. Same thing with being, like, a realtor or something. Yeah. My mom was like, you should go to nursing school. And I'm like, I will die. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so much school. And, yeah, like, let's see if I like, biology, like, twice. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, this is not for me. I'm good at taking care of people. And, like, I'm a very caring person. And I'm very, like, um, maternal and, like, nurturing very naturally. But, like, it's not for me. I, no. Also, I feel like if I had to get paid to do it, I feel that it would take away, like, why I like caring for people, you know? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. A lot of those bitches, like, get so fucking bitter. Especially because, like... Um, like doctors, okay, you guys, this is like some tea, kind of. Um, but like when I used to work, um, in the hospital, I used to work in the histology, pathology department, like right next to the OR and doctors are like very protected. Like they, they're technically like, they're like not employed really by the hospital. They're employed by something else. They're like not a part of the real hospital. But nurses are employed by the hospital. But if something goes wrong, it's like never the doctor's fault. It's like always the nurses. There's so many layers of protections for doctors before yeah. like they could lose their license and things like that. Yeah, so if anything is ever wrong, everyone always blames nurses. And like if you have a question about anything, you have to like call the nurse. And sometimes the nurse is like at home. Like she's fucking sleeping. So um I would have to be like, I have to like call this nurse because like this order is wrong and blah, 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 blah. And, and then if I call the doctor, they're like, ask the nurse, like she knows. I'm like, you're the doctor, weren't you there, bitch? Um, so yeah, you guys, nurses are like so tired and like, yeah, it sucks, bitch. Like, fuck. They're the unsung workers of like the healthcare Fuck doctors, bitch. Doctors are crazy. And they, yeah, they can be. Um, they like party hard as shit or at least the ones i know yeah honestly like every weekend you're on <laughs> shrooms bitch like oh fuck down which is wild yeah period um but yeah that's my parent snap this week so shout out to all my nurses all yeah. my hospital workers yeah yeah um but yeah what is your rant for this week um i don't think i have one you You're still one? not upset about anything? Mm-mm. I haven't had a very upsetting experience. Oh, I mean, I had to buy tires for my car, which kind of sucked. Oof. 
that was like $500, so, and I bought, it was a, well, I guess 500 is not that bad considering the fact that it's four new tires plus the installing of them. I feel like you're always doing some shit with your car, though. I am, because my car is like the only thing I have, you guys. <laughs> um, no, I need new tires because like, okay, I guess this is like a mini rant. Um, my tires have like this, uh, it's called dry rot. So it happens when your tires get like really, really dry and then they start cracking. So technically my tires are fine because they haven't really cracked and they're not really that bad, but it is, I felt like it was time to get new tires. Yas. So I got, I bought some, um, tires off of America's tires or whatever. Um, so for some fucking reason, I was like, let me make a 8.30 AM appointment on Saturday. Um, so that's coming up this Saturday at 8.30, like I said. Yeah. Um, 8.30 on Saturday, which is going to be 8.30 on this Saturday, this Saturday at 8.30. <laughs> yes, like, we have to uh, fill the uh, word count. Um, yeah, so that's fun. And then I still have to fix my, um, I have to finish vinyl wrapping it with my friend Jerry. So we have to do that because um, he wasn't available this past weekend, which was this holiday weekend because he was busy. Um, and then after we're finally fucking done because it's been it's taken like longer month. than a month now to wrap this car um, i can finally show you guys um what it looks like fucking finally yeah i guess that's my rant do you have one i do i feel like i did talk to you about this briefly earlier this week it was really fucking annoying um some bot account got my fucking email <gasps> yeah <laughs> And my, I got literally, I was like, I was at my desk and I was just working and all of a sudden it's like, um, you just signed up for this account. You just did this, 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 this. And I got over a hundred emails in like five minutes and I'm up to, I just deleted some, but I still have 489, which some of them probably are my, like to my email, but a lot of them, most of them are not. And I've just signed up for all these random accounts. I was signed up for Cinnabon Egypt. <gasps> I was oh. signed up for Triple X Madrid, which I'm assuming is a porn website. Um, I was signed up for like just all these random things to get tuxes for a wedding. And I was like, is someone trying to tell me something? But I was like, what? Because um, funnily enough, like the night before, I had an, a dream that I'd gotten engaged. Which... <gasps> Wait, sorry, hold on. After Latifah has, has her thing, I have another rant. Sorry. I have okay. to tell you guys about a dream that fucked me up, bitch. Okay. Fucked you up. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got all these fucking ads and I'm still getting them. And it's like to subscribe to like WordPress blogs, all this shit. And my guy's like, you need to shut down your email account. I'm like, but my email account I've had for so long, like I would, it would take so long to like re-gauge and get everything to like new email accounts. So I'm like, I'm just, I keep reporting them as spam and like deleting them and like I'm subscribing. But and I changed my email password twice. So, I don't know. It's Wait, really what annoying. were you saying about your dream, though? Oh, I had a dream that I was engaged. And I was like, or that it gotten engaged. Um, but the ring was fake diamond. I was like, <gasps> which was not most of the engagement. It was really weird how I ended up getting engaged. But um, that's why I was like, was that real? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, it was not. I'm not engaged. Although I did lie to the hospital staff when I had to go see Miguel and I told them that I was his fiance because I feel like that holds more weight than girlfriend. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 
yeah so i was like oh i miss fiance um but also my friends told me to say that because they work in hospitals they're like yeah they probably will let you in but if you say this they'll let you visit like after hours and like after visiting hours it's like good to know so that's what i did it worked Mm -hmm. but i lied so um it was your like personal email or your work email my personal email this email yep you bitch i know i'm like I don't know. I feel okay. So the night before, I had bought something off an Instagram shop, which I feel like is that what triggered it? All right. Well, I think we know what happened. <laughs> yeah, and I think they just sold my shit, and like all of a sudden, like all these this it must have been a bot because it was literally like every ten fifteen seconds, this went, as soon as I was deleting them, like ten fifteen more would pop up, and I was like, "Bitch, what the fuck? I'm so annoyed." But I it's slowed down now. It's been done. I haven't been getting any more since this evening but like i had to turn off my email notifications because it's literally just one right after another i'll post a video because i i took a screenshot video and i sent it to calvin and i was like this is disgusting yeah it no when ladiva took like a, a video of it and there's like just like it, like it looks like millions of emails that are just like it was literally 30 up. seconds of scrolling so it's like how yeah yeah, that's queen. Anyway, um, so I had a dream that fucked me up, y'all. Like, fucked me up to my core. Um, and I don't know why I had this dream, but it was like, it made me like, I was like, <gasps> anyway. Um, so in the dream, it's uh, me and my friends, aka Latifah, Gary, and Joyka, and and then like filler people. Um, and then um, my Auntie Eileen is also alive in the dream. Um, and oh. we're on like a railroad. And um, Ariana Grande is performing uh, on the railroad, I guess. And she's uh, singing her song, Imagine. And then um, she sings and then we're like, oh my god, Ariana, we love you. Like, oh my god, I love you. And she starts to walk away. Um, and she's like, I'm so sorry, I can't... I, I have to go. I can't stay for anything. And I was like, oh my god, that's so rude. And then I woke up and I was like, wow. I was like, that fucked me up. I was like, wow, why would Ariana leave like that? Wow. Anyway, yeah, that was my dream. (laughs) Good. That's your rant? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just had a dream that like Ariana was rude. And I was like, oh my god. What the heck? She would never. She would never do that. I mean, she did end up licking those donuts, so... I would, too. And she said she hated America. And you know what? She was right. Bitch, me, too. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, you know what? She was ahead of her time. Uh, Okay, good. (laughs) Well, thanks for sharing. I'm glad that... um, You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to take a break before we jump into the topic? Or do you want to just keep going? Um, let's keep... Oh, okay, fine. Let's take a break for, like, a second. Enjoy the commercial for the 30,000th time. Yes, okay. okay, bye. We're back, you guys. Okay, welcome back, welcome back. Um, so, I... Kevin had messaged me earlier this week, and he's like, what do you want to talk about? And I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about, but in the light of... Um, the country right now and a bunch of bullshit that's going on down south or whatever like Texas just passed this <laughs> law 
that is saying that abortions, they're banning abortions after six weeks. So after a woman is six weeks pregnant, she's not allowed an abortion, which... Um, that is so early. That's so early. Most women don't even know that they're pregnant at six weeks. I don't know anybody that's like, yeah, I'm six weeks pregnant. It's usually at like 10 or 12 weeks that they're like, oh, I missed a period or like eight to 10, eight to 10 weeks is I think is normal. Mm-hmm. Um, because like... <laughs> You, you you have to wait almost a full month to know that you missed your period. And even then, like, your cycle could be slightly irregular or it could be a couple days off. By the time you get to six, like, that's only a month and two weeks. So, like, you're waiting a full month for your period, potentially. Um, I don't know. It's just so, so stupid to yeah. me. And it's just very, like... <laughs> I feel like we're back in the fucking 1920s and 1930s when people would get in like the fucking basement abortions and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like with that, now Texas has put up like a website and what they're also doing is basically putting a bounty on anybody that's trying to educate or direct women to get abortions um, after six weeks. So say that you're a doctor or like you're an OBGYN and you're at a, you work for a clinic or something and someone comes in and was like, I'm 12 weeks pregnant, but I want to terminate this pregnancy. If you direct them to a place where they can get it done, like say out of state or something, you could lose your license and you could be fined and you could face jail time. And it was like, that's very like handmaid's tale to me. And like, very like, uh, I don't know. It's just like really fucked up. And I know that like the whole pro-life pro-choice argument is there. But really what it comes down to is like Texas is not very much advanced when it comes to like schooling or like childcare or um, social services, things like that. So for all these people to be like abortion bans at six weeks is like wild to me, you know? Yeah, that's fucked up, y'all. And what is the saying? Boggle? Uh It boggles my mind? Boggle. I think of the board game. Boggle boggles my mind that's what people say well did you know that roe versus wade was in texas um no yeah so the road versus wade um oh my gosh what can i think supreme court that was um i feel like 1953 sorry i had notes she had them at least she had some yeah, that's more than you did. Yeah, pretty Oh, good. wow. That was actually a lot later than I thought. Um, 1973. Um, Roe was just and it happened in Texas after this woman um, wanted to get an abortion, obviously, and it was um, her... That wasn't her real name. They had covered up or started to give her, like, an alias or something. Um, but basically, I think it's at the first and after this with the first trimester it was like up to the woman of what she wanted to do second trimester the state can regulate what it is and then the third trimester um it's like only if something is life-threatening to the woman that an abortion is okay um and i guess like a lot of people's argument is like at 18 at 18 days there's a heartbeat and that means that there's life which to me I get it because then you think about like if someone miscarries at like 20 or like 18 days as well, like three weeks, two weeks, seven days, seven, seven. Okay. Yeah. Two, three weeks. 
And if someone miscarries at like a month or two, it's like, it's really sad because it's like, they're looking forward to have a baby and like, it's to them, it was like a loss of a baby. And I think that's where a lot of people get misconstrued. But like at that time, it's also like, that's just a cluster of cells. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not something that will survive on its own outside the womb. So mm-hmm. it's, where do you draw the line? But I was reading also, I read today, guys, um, that I believe you can, so you can, you can detect um, pregnancy as early as 10 days after conception, which what makes you like a week pregnant, but like, who is taking a pregnancy um, test after like, Three can days. You explain like periods and like conception. Oh yes, because bitch, that's I don't right. know what the fuck. I about. was like, that's right. You don't really, you don't really like, dabble. Is a vagina? And you, I feel like you would get scared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, okay. Did you know that sperm can live inside of a vagina for five days? No, I don't. How would I know that? I'm just okay, asking. Wait, wait, wait. I'm just Hold asking. On. I'm just wait, asking. Uh, before you just um. Can we talk about sex education really quickly and um, yes, our, our lack of knowledge? Um, so, sec- uh, quickly, um, my sex education background, yes, is um, my mom and dad did not teach me anything. Um, Auntie Aline, I think, bought a book, but she didn't really speak on that too much. I guess it'd be difficult for them to talk to you about gay sex also, though. Oh, oh I'm talking about, like, just in general, regularly, like, getting pregnant and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the only sex education that I had was from school, and Oof. I don't remember much about it. Um, so if you had to tell me about, like, you know, periods or, like, cycles, menstruation, ovulation, and then also, like, um, actually getting pregnant, I wouldn't know anything about that because because that was so long ago. That was in, like, 7th or 8th grade. I think they try and get it you know, when you're actually going through puberty. Um, and then it's not really talked about ever again after that, unless it's in terms of, like, safe sex um, and, like, contraception. Even that. And, like, for you especially, like, there was no reason for you to pay attention to Yeah, I was to like, well, I'm not pregnant pregnancy. to this. Like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck about this. I'm like, this is not going to be me. Yeah, I was like, anyways. Um, um, so what's yours? So, um... A brief history. My parents were basically like, don't have sex. And that was my sex education. Like, and um, honestly, I'm someone who like, my body's not for everybody. And like, that's just how I see it as. And like, I'm not someone to like share my body with everyone. So like, that really wasn't an issue. Um, But I don't think protection was talked about as much as it should have been. I mean, I was on birth control at like 16, 17. Um, But like, that's not foolproof. I've had at least two pregnancy scares in my life really talk about it yeah one when i was 19 god that would have been a fucking mess um i was 19 and my period ended up being like 10 12 days late um and, it, and honestly it could have it, i really could have been pregnant not really though because i had i've had in my iud since 2015 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is non-hormonal but it's like it's the most effective pregnant um birth control for women mm-hmm. um but that was honestly the only protection i was using i mean wasn't using condoms or anything so like could have happened it could have been like a slew type of thing i mean mm. i was sexually active obviously otherwise it wouldn't have been a pregnancy scare 
Um, and then, um, God, was this a year and a half ago, maybe? Because I, I was already know. living with Miguel, and my period was late again. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck? Again? I feel like, I, was, like I feel like you told us about this one, maybe. Probably. Yeah. And I, and I don't know, because even now, like, if I was to go through it right now, I'm like, when do you tell someone that you think you might be pregnant? Because it's like, to me... And this is just who I am. Like, I didn't want to scare him and be like, oh, I think I might be pregnant. And then, like, in my period of day, they're like, ha, just kidding. You're like, psych, bitch. <laughs> um, but the first one, I did take a pregnancy test because I was fucked up. Because I was like, bro, we don't even, like, it I, It was just a lot. I'm not going to get into it. It was a lot. <laughs> okay. Really thankful I was not pregnant. We oh. were not. We weren't even living in the same state. They weren't moving out of state. I was like, this is not going to go well. Um but I wasn't pregnant either time. Um, Work. But the second time, I, Miguel was like, well, you could have just told me. Like, we would have figured it out even if you were. And I was like... Did you not tell know, him? I, I didn't tell him until I got my period. I was like, yeah, mm. I thought I was pregnant for like the last two weeks, but I didn't know. And I just got my period. So we're cool now. And he's yeah, like, Latifah did that thing where it's like, she just like, um, says like a huge realization randomly. Just like, she'll like, text me and get, be like, I was depressed yesterday. Anyway, um... <laughs> yeah she's like yeah uh, I, I thought i was pregnant for like two weeks but i'm not so cool surprise yeah so that time i don't think i took a pregnancy test because i was like well if i am i am fuck it like i can't really do anything about it now um but really okay it wasn't well Burr. and honestly i know that i'm not ready for kids right now anyway um and we'll get into this because like the whole pro-choice pro-life thing is like everyone's own opinion like their body their choice is what i believe mm-hmm. um at 19 if i found out that i was pregnant would i've gotten an abortion probably mm-hmm. i think um but i can never say for sure but if it was like a year and a half ago i'd probably been like well i don't want to be with miguel and i know that we can figure this out so probably but also i'm like is it the right time and like looking back what would life be like if I had a one-year-old right now? Would be like fucking Wouldn't wild. that be wild? I don't know I why I think baby, that's so but wild. But like that's so that's so crazy to me. For me, just because Latifah and I've been friends for so long, and we're the, pretty much the same age, that is wild. For you, to I have feel a like if I had a baby though, you would be like, "Let me buy this baby all the." Oh, shit bitch! I would love that baby, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh also, I saw your baby cousins going to school, second second grade in kindergarten today. I was like, oh my god! How did you so see cute. that? Um, Sistine posted them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh my god, they're so cute. They're like uh, finally going to school. Like yeah. And I was like, bitch, how are you guys this old already? What I know, that? right? Oh my god. Um, what were we talking about? Okay, I'm about um, pre- uh, pregnancy stories. Um, but yeah, I I mean I have an IUD now. I mean I've had it for like, jeez. It expires or it will be kind of like not as effective in like 2025, which means that I'll be 30, which is kind of what I wanted. That's why I got my IUD at the age I did, um, Mm -hmm. because it was like, oh, it's good for 10 years. I was like, cool. I don't want to be pregnant for 10 years. And I kind of had to argue with my doctor because they were like, well, you should probably be on the pill or like the arm implant or maybe the shot. Because like my IUD is something that's meant for women who have already given birth and are wanting to do birth control. But I'm oh, like, really? okay. yeah, because they usually want your uterus to be kind of bigger or more relaxed, like after you've had a baby, because it's you have to implant it into you, and it's not 
I mean, it's small, but it's not that small. Um, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. My cervix curves to the left. Why would you ever say that on this podcast? But okay. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to me and my you know, cervix. Like, is this is a, a well-known information already. Okay. No, because I think it's funny because you know how sometimes guys curve to like the left or the right? Like sometimes guys' penis will curve. Yeah. My cervix curves. I don't know what a cervix is. Oh, okay. That, that's why we have to go into um, whatever. <laughs> so a cervix is like, that's, um, so you have your uterus and then you have your cervix and like that's, I believe that's the opening. Let me, let me look this up. Let me hold look on, up a vagina hold diagram. On, hold on, hold on. Uh, I'm just going to search up vagina. <laughs> yeah, I was like, please look up <laughs> I was trying to search up, suck a dick mom um, from oh Khloe Kardashian. Um, don't do that. Well, you okay. can, I guess. So yeah, so the uterus is where the baby is held, and the cervix is the opening to your uterus, and then you have your vaginal canal, and all that. Okay. So, um, they want that to be more relaxed or a little bit more looser, I guess, for lack of better term, for when they put that in, because it's just gonna sit there. I hope nobody comes in my room and just sees a bunch of diagrams of vagina. <laughs> 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 Okay, so I'm looking um, at this uh, vagina. Um, I see the cervix. Very confused. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, okay, and then we were talking about this because I was wanting to know about um, like pregnancy and stuff. Yeah. So, okay. So you got Does IUD. your diagram have a fallopian tube and ovary and all that? Yeah. Okay, so your egg is released from your ovary, and then the fallopian tube, like, sucks it up or whatever, and it gets... <laughs> literally. So Ew. then, once a month, it goes into that, and when a woman has sex, um, obviously, a man will ejaculate into a woman, maybe, or maybe you like to do it other places. That's cool, too. But in terms of pregnancy, this is where it goes. Um... So once they ejaculate, the sperm can live inside of a woman for up to five days. Wait, and where it, does the sperm go? In the uterus? It ejaculates into the vagina. Oh. Okay. So, oh my gosh, I saw a video, and I don't know how this girl did it. She had a video literally inside her vagina, and I was like, what's going on? And then you would see a penis, and it was weird, and then it, it like, ejaculated into her, and I was like, how the fuck did she get a camera up there? That's wild. She's like, oh, it's just like GoPro. <laughs> Twitter is a wild place, guys. So it ejaculate and then. Wait, have you seen that um, video where it's like, to make a long story short, I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my asshole or whatever. No. Oh, well, she put a GoPro up her pussy. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> anyway. Um, for you. Um, but basically, your egg, the egg in a woman will kind of go and it attaches to the uterine wall. So the outer, the inner wall of the uterus, and it hangs out there, kind of you know, waiting for a sperm. It's like, come get me, bitch! I'm ready to be fertilized. Um, and that's what is a pregnant. That's a pregnancy. That's what a period is every month. So it's a woman shedding her uterine lining, um, and mm. getting rid of that egg. And that's why a woman bleeds once a month. Okay, so the egg is like, there's no sperm here, y'all. That's yeah, literally, it's like, oh, sad, now I'm going to cry out of this pussy, and, like, falls out. She's That's like, what happens. On the way out, it's like, fuck this pussy, bitch. 
I'm gonna make literally bitch bleed. Bitch, fuck you. That's why you got cramps. You didn't get me pregnant. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait. So, so then, like, the timing is confusing for me. Like, so ovulation. You ovulate. Usually, you have about a week or Y'all, two of okay, ovulation. This is so confusing. Okay, hold on. Listen, I didn't understand it all up until maybe about three or four years ago. Truthfully, because. Yeah, because they don't tell. I mean, I don't remember learning about ovulation and like I don't menstruation. Remember about any of this? Well, they probably didn't make you because you're a boy, truthfully. Um, but usually, a woman's cycle is anywhere between 21 to 35 days, and that cycle includes ovulation and menstruation. Ovulation is when your egg is being released into your uterus or into that uterine wall, and you are able to get pregnant. You can get pregnant during any point in your cycle, but and during you can your ovulation, any time. Yes, but it's more likely in it's it's you have much more of a chance during your ovulation period and your ovulation cycle. But once your ovulation cycle is complete, that's when you start your menstrual cycle, and that's when the egg is being is kind of like your vagina soaring away, and it just is released. Does this make sense? Mm-hmm. You following still? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, what I did for a period of time was I was on, um, I mean, I have my IUD, but I also was on the pill, um, because I don't like getting periods, but I kind of quit that because my periods are only like three or four days, truthfully. So it's really not that bad. Um, but I was just like, I get free birth control. Why would I keep having a period and paying for like period products if I could just not have one? But I was like, this is so much work and I'm not good at taking pills or medication. So I was like, fuck it. Um, but yeah, that's how contraception happens. Not contraception. Conception happens. A Well, a person with a penis will ejaculate into a person with a vagina. Because, I mean, trans people and all that. I know that that's still a thing. I have a friend. I've, I know a couple who is um, a trans woman and a trans man. Or maybe they just had a man or woman now. Um, I'm not 100% sure. But they're pregnant. And they trans they're like both transitioning right now. So I'm like, that's wild. But they're having a baby. Um how can you transition when you're pregnant? I mean, I'm sure they've they stopped would. hormones yeah. and like they stop certain things, but they're pregnant. Um But yeah. So that's how conception happens. And in that time frame, um yeah, after six weeks, that's when you got to decide if you want to keep it or not. And honestly, like, I feel like it's even hard as of now to even get into a doctor's office in six, within six weeks. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but um, I remember reading this Cosmo article probably about like six or seven years ago where, and I know Calvin's a big advocate for Planned Parenthood. Um, I don't know if I've ever been to a Planned Parenthood. I don't think I have. Um, but they obviously do a lot of good work, but I believe 400 Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood locations were closed in Texas, like in 2014, which made it really hard for sexual education to happen for women as is, as well as just testing and things for sexual health in general. Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like this was kind of a long time coming. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting to see and like what's going to happen um, how do you, do you feel like men who 
are involved or are in related to these pregnancies should have a say if a woman or yeah have should have a say in general if a woman should be able to have an abortion or not like the dads or whatever yeah or mm, i don't know what do you think i've heard both ways because i've heard yeah. that like men shouldn't have any say because it's not their body but at the same time, it's like that's potentially their child. Yeah. So where does it come in from? And I was watching this video before we started recording, and it was a guy who was like, well, if my wife wanted to have an abortion, I feel like we should at least talk about it and consult, like, what we should do. And hmm. I feel like that's fair. Like, I don't think that that's a bad idea. Like, you should consult with your partner. Um but ultimately, I feel like the decision is up to the woman because that's who's carrying the baby. That's whose life is at risk, mm -hmm. like carrying out the pregnancy full term. Well, what if you were a guy that didn't want a baby and then and then you're whatever, like, would want to keep the child? Then what? How, how would you feel if you were the guy? I feel like it was... As much as I'd be like, well, no, I'm not ready for a baby. And this is where I, I'm pro-choice. Don't get me wrong. Like when I say this, but like you also chose like to me, sex has conse consequences, 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 um, no matter what it is. Either you have consequences in the result in pregnancy or you have the consequences that you have to decide what you're going to do with that pregnancy, you know, Um so for me, if I was to get pregnant and um, the father of my child or unborn child didn't want a child, I've been like, okay, well, then you should have put a condom on or we should have both been taking precautions. Like, it'd be different if it was like the condom broke and something like that happened. But like, if I'm on the pill or I'm taking the steps that we agreed to, to prevent this pregnancy and like I did my part and you just didn't like you decided you didn't want to use a condom one day and like yeah I was in the heat of the moment yeah I was probably up for it but like you know that sex will result in a pregnancy and like that's that's just facts like it's not always gonna happen but there is always that chance that it could happen um but I think it's a lot easier for men to walk away and decide they don't want anything to do with um a child or a pregnancy because it's like mm -hmm. it's not like i'm on i'd be on his insurance throughout the pregnancy like that pre it wouldn't be eligible the baby wouldn't be eligible for insurance through him until i think the baby's born would you would there ever be a situation where you're like i want to keep this baby if you don't want to be the father and have nothing to do with this baby that's fine but i'm going to keep the baby and i'm going to be a single mom then or would i don't that just be too hard I don't think, I mean, I can't say that in like for certain now because I don't think I've ever been in a situation um, with that. But I mean, looking back at like past partners and like past things, like what if I wanted to have a baby with them? Absolutely not. Um, so I don't know. I don't think I'd ever just be like, well, if you don't want to have this baby, I'm still going to have it like out of spite. Like, I don't want to do that. But. It's harder for me to imagine myself in that position because I, I would never be in that position. Um, That's fair. Because, yeah. 
<laughs> you're not getting anybody pregnant anytime soon. Yeah, and I'm not getting pregnant, so. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Let me think. Hold on. Because it's so much easier for a man to terminate his rights as a parent than it is a woman, you know? Because even then, like, she has to give birth to the baby, even if she was like, okay, because it's not like you can explant a child out of her uterus into another uterus and be like, okay, raise this baby. Mm-hmm. Bake this baby for me for this man that wants to keep it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I get where you're coming from because it's like, okay, well, are you just going to be a single mom just because he doesn't want to be? Or, like, I feel like if that was the case and I really wanted to keep well, the baby, some I would. Are, some girls are, like, very pro life and they're like, I'm going to keep this baby if you want to be the dad or not. I'm going to keep it. Right. Um, but then there's, a, you know, the flip-flop situation is the guy is pro-life. And the woman is like, I'm not going to keep this baby. You can't stop me from having an abortion or whatever. And I think it's good to consider the man's feelings. Um, because it, it, does, it is important. Because at the end of the day, if you do decide to go full term and have that child, like... That is going to affect both of you, and the pregnancy does affect both people, whether you decide to keep the baby or not. Um, But for me, if my body is the one that's being subjected to all these changes and all of this, and like I have to carry a a child for almost a year, you're carrying a baby for 10 months. Um, Also, I don't know where this, like, I don't know why everyone thinks a pregnancy is nine months when it's 40 weeks and that's 10 months, but like. What? Yeah, pregnancy is 40 weeks. I mean, again, how would I know? I mean, true. Weeks. I mean, you also Remember? have, like, a billion babies in your family, so, like... Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? I yeah, pregnancy is technically... It, though. That's true. Um, but, yeah, full-term pregnancy is 40 weeks. Um, but if I'm the one that's being subjected to all of that, I do believe that because it is my body, it's my choice of what I want to do with what's in my body. Does that make sense? Um, yeah. And, um, I've always had this, this has been a long debated question in one of my group chats too. And this isn't necessarily dealing with abortion. This is dealing with childbirth. Say that you were, okay, this is just an imaginative situation. Cause I know that this wouldn't happen. If say you had a wife and she was giving birth. If the doctor was like, you got to save one or the other, are you saving your wife? Or are you saving the baby? Ooh, I don't know. Mm. I guess the wife. I'm like, I don't know this baby. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I don't know her. I don't know her. Yeah, I, I don't know her yet. Damn. Um, yeah, I guess the wife. Right? I what always say, I say wife as well because, like, I can have another baby usually you know i wait are you the wife in the situation or yes oh okay you're saying save me bitch yeah like as okay. much as it'd be right. like i mean if it was me and probably it as a woman i'd probably like save the baby but like do you really want to raise a child like as a single parent not that there's anything wrong with being a single parent that's like, hard that shit is hard which is why i'm like if you have the option to like save your spouse because like to me it's like Having to go and mourn, like, a spouse and then having to raise a child, like, that sounds, like, very terrible. But I feel like if I had a partner to, like, lean on, I feel like that would be a little bit easier. And, like, you can have another pregnancy, at least in my mind. Mm-hmm. I know that that might be controversial, but to each their own. Um, 
But I think that that's another debate with this whole like pro-life and pro-choice argument is yeah. that I think what's um, oh go ahead oh go ahead oh I I was said I think what's fucking me up about this situation is that when um, most of the situations that I'm, I'm familiar with whether that be friends or family in terms of like keeping the baby or not is the mom and dad are not on good terms mm-hmm. so that plays a factor into what I how I'm imagining these situations but sometimes you know it's like they're married or they're they're doing good or whatever and um they decide whether or not to keep the baby right and you're they're just gonna not in a good place to have after. a baby yeah right. so I think that's what's like fucking me up y'all just like my dream that I had um do you ever have you known someone who's gotten an abortion perhaps I don't know. I, it's not something that they would like tell me, probably, right? Okay, would you? Fair. Would you? If, tell I mean, if I had one, I'd probably. I feel like I would tell you guys, but I, I've not had one. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like Lucy's the only girl I know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm, I'm sure. I, I'm sure I know someone. This, just I'm sure everybody knows someone that's yeah, had you know. one, whether they know it or not. That's but, the thing. Um, I don't know if they would ever tell me or tell anyone. It's very like. It's, it's a very, it's very private thing. Private, yeah. No, and I know, I know at least of a couple people who have had an abortion, and kind of similar to what you're saying, it's like they weren't in a good place with either like the father of the child, or they just weren't ready. Like they were at a point where they were like, I not in a mental, physical, mm. financial state to take care of a child, and like. It was a very difficult decision. I talked to the people, the people that I know that have gone through with it. I've talked to them and kind of reassured them and being like, you're doing what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Um, That is very, it's, that is very mature of them to be like, I'm not to outright just realize like, I'm not ready for this. Right. I do this right now. That's extremely mature of them. And cause like, I'm like, it's like very proud of me to be like, way to go. Way to like realize that, you know? Right, because it is, it takes a lot of self-reflection to kind of realize here, like, I can't be a parent mm-hmm. to another to another child or to this first child. Like, I'm not capable and like, to put, like, why put someone else through that suffering because you're not capable, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of the, uh, like, the pro-life argument is always like, well, you had sex, so obviously you're ready to be a parent. And it's like, well, that's not the case because, like, how many of us can... have fun, hello. Right, and, like, how many of us can say that we were, like, planned pregnancies and, like, planned children from our parents? So, that's not not the choice. Um, But, yeah, I think abortion is, like, a hard thing to decide as is. Like, it's not something where it's, like, are there people who probably get abortions, like, left and right because they're, like, oh, I'm just not being, like, responsible? Maybe, but, like, that's also not my business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of where I'm at with like the whole pro-choice, pro-life. Well, thing. yeah, like, for me, it's like, well, because again, like I'm a man, also I'm not getting anyone pregnant. It's like if you have more abortions, like whatever. I think that um, I don't think that it should be viewed as like, oh yeah, I'll just like have unprotected sex and then I'll get a, an abortion, whatever. I think that there has to be better planning. Um, and like you learn, but like if you get more than one, I don't think that like diminishes your um, right or your um, life as 
a human being and like it doesn't like dirty your image or whatever because i think that a lot of pro-life people are like if you get an abortion you're like a disgusting person right like you're an abomination yeah and i'll tell you this um i know he's talking about my sexual um health education and stuff early on and like in high school my dad was like well if you end up pregnant you're just needing an abortion like you're not ruining your life so like i grew up thinking like well if it happens my parents are just gonna make me get an abortion which i think at a certain age like i mean they can't force you to do anything um but like that's what was told to me and that's why my parents were like well, you're just going to do this. And I'm like, well, you told me I was just having an abortion anyway, so what do you care? And they're like, well, that's not what it's about. And it's like, well, if that's what you're saying, then that's it. And I had the conversation with my dad a few months ago, and I was like, nope, that's literally what you guys told me. If I was to get pregnant, you just have me get an abortion. And that was it. There was, like, no in ands, if or bu- ifs or buts about it. It was just like, you're not – not that babies ruin your life, I think, a lot of the time. Um, well, what are your parents more afraid of? Are they afraid of – it being hard for you or them or are they afraid of what you are going to look like or what you are going to make them look I think like? they were more afraid of it impacting my life and like stunting my growth of being able to like grow and pursue whatever career I wanted mm-hmm. especially in like my late teens you know because mm-hmm. it's like okay does a 17 18 year old really need a baby but there I know so many people who became mothers that like 17 18 19 who are fantastic mothers and they're really great and like are really close with their children and do really well mm-hmm. but i know that like that's not what my parents wanted for me and like i guess in high, like i didn't necessarily want that for myself either but that's why i took the precautions i took and that's why i got my iud um because i was like i can prevent this before abortions and i think that's the biggest thing is like if texas really wanted to prevent abortions one they shouldn't have banned them um, you could start with sexual education. You could start with opening birth control clinics. You could start by hell. You could start by fucking male contraceptives and things like that. And teaching kids that like, you're probably going to have sex and abstinence is not, it's a hundred, it's the only way that you're not going to result in pregnancy, I guess. Like you're not, it's the only way that's a hundred percent foolproof, but at the same time, it's not really realistic so to me i think it starts before stopping abortion starts before conception even happens to me yeah it's like they're yeah but that's so crazy um so like latifa said i i am a big advocate for uh planned parenthood and um so is my aunt eileen and um, so was my little sister because she would like take my little sister to all of um, the, like the fundraising events and like uh, um, outreach, like public outreach events. Um, and so to go to Planned Parenthood, um, especially the one in um, St. Paul, Minneapolis, it's on University on Vandalia, um, that off of University Avenue, um, that location is one of the few locations that actually do abortions. And so whenever you go there, and I have, I've had to go through there, um, there are always protesters every single day. It doesn't matter if it's a holiday. It doesn't matter if it's snowing outside. It does not matter if it's like the world is on fire. There are protesters there every single day. And um, it is extremely embarrassing, even for me, because 
they will come up to you and like knock on your window and like try and give you pamphlets and I'm like first of all I'm not even I'm not pregnant I'm not gonna get anyone pregnant I'm just here to get like my STD checked and you know to get my prep filled or whatever but it's still so embarrassing um because I feel like those same people are the same people that are against LGBTQ uh, rights and people. Um, the overlap, I'm pretty sure it's the same. Um, but you go in, you have to see these people, and then you do your thing in the uh, the clinic or whatever, and then you come out. And, and for some people, especially for women that are getting their STDs checked or they are getting an abortion, they're already feeling so... And even me... Um, you feel like a little bit ashamed. You're like, oh my god, I I'm at this Planned Parenthood doing my thing, getting my test, and then, and then I have to go out and like see these protesters again, and they're gonna make me feel like crap. Um, so it's like, it's just so annoying. Like pro life, it's like, why? Like mind your own business. But yeah, that it's the experience that I have about um the pro life uh, protesters. They're, they're there every day. Jeez. Every day. And, um, I would ask, like, the, um, I would ask the workers there, like, do they ever come inside or, like, whatever? And they'll be like, yeah, sometimes they come inside, but that's why we have, um, the security. And when you go in, you have to check in with the security guard. They have to make sure that you actually have an appointment. And then they have to escort you inside. I'm like, oh my god, all this just so that I can get, like, my... Uh, prep medication and like my STDs check in whatever. Um, Did you know that there are a lot of pro life? Um, well, not a. I can't say a lot. There are pro life people who set up fake um, abortion clinics. No, but I, I would believe it. So there's groups of people. They're usually like with the church or something, and they'll park like a, um, like a bus. And they'll talk about like emergency contraceptives or like talk about counseling for abortions and things. But then once you enter, because they'll have like a picture of a doctor outside and it was like, yeah, talk about medical needs for abortions, things like that. But once you get inside, like there's not a lot of medical equipment. And then I'll just see if I can find the video. I believe it was like a Vice or a Vox video I saw. That's when uh, they get you. Yeah. And that's when they'll get them and they'll be like, hey, so you're pregnant. You should really keep the baby. God would want you to do this, this, and this, and like, they got you on hurt. fucking candid camera, bitch. Yeah. Pretty much. So like, that's that's a whole thing, and like, there are a bunch of fake um, abortion. There are fake abortion clinics that are set up by people like that. So I mean, yeah. like, definitely do your research, and that's why places like Planned Parenthood are so great because they're like nationally. That's what they're. That's not what. That's not all they do, but that's what they're yeah, known not, for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do a lot of other counseling too, like. Um, Calvin said they do a lot of like um, STI, STD screenings yeah. and testing. They do regular like um, primary care, whatever too. Right, and they do that, and there's just so many different there are so many different avenues that they have. So definitely make sure you do your research if that's something that you're doing. Um, I believe I don't want to give any misinformation when it comes to this stuff. But it just baffles me that like pro life people go so hard. I'm like. Oh my god. Um, I used to uh, I used to see this um, in Minnesota, uh, this uh, DL, which means like down low, Vietnamese guy. 
and we would like go to we would like go on dates and like go to the movies and stuff and um and then a few years later he's a pharmacist now and i see him like going to pro life events and i messaged him like hey do you remember me like what's up and he was like i don't remember you at all and i was like work bitch you better work and um it's just crazy because like yeah you think that like um at least i think that like a lot of pro-life people are um like white usually but um it's a big thing in like the vietnamese community especially because of the vietnamese community it's very uh religious some of them i don't know if you guys are um I don't know if you guys will know what I'm talking about, but there's like, these Vietnamese people that go to church and they wear like uh, a special uniform that they, they kind of look like Boy Scouts. That's what he was doing, and he would like go to um, all these pro-life events and stuff. Um, so I don't know what that's really called, but yeah, I'll maybe I'll have to ask my Vietnamese friends. Um, but what really baffles me is that that he is a pharmacist, and is Ooh. is a uh, is Plan B, is that over-the-counter or is it, you have to get that? Um, yeah, it's an over-the-counter emergency okay. contraceptive. Yeah, but imagine if that would have to, you had to like get a prescription or whatever. The power that he would have, that's yeah. disgusting. I wonder what the laws in Texas are for that, because Plan B is only good for like 72 hours within like a pathot, um conception. Or, yeah, like, oh, it's like disgusting just to imagine like the power that and the bias that these people have in healthcare. Um, I swear I thought that abortion.org was like an, a website that was like help people find where they could get safe abortions and things. But I just went to it and it was it switched from abortion.org to prolife.com. And there was a wild fucking website. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Um, uh, what also baffles me is that um, the people in Texas are like, we have a right to our own bodies. Like, we don't want to get the vaccine for COVID. Bitch, yes. There's no, they're okay with no fucking mask mandate, but talk to them about getting fucking abortions. And they're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. You don't get rights here. Yeah. And first, that's like, they're saying my body and my choice. And then they're like, wait, but not for you. Not for this. I meant for masks, not for you having to carry a (laughs) baby for 10 months. But that from the 20 minutes I need to go into Target, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. That is like, so okay. stupid to me. Let's yeah, see Texas is a backward-ass state. Um, I mean, it's not, I just want... te- it's not just Texas. There, when I have to yeah. drive up to Duluth, there, you, there are so many billboards about um, pro-life and pro, pro, uh, being... Same with going down south. Like, once you hit, like, 52, like, going towards, like, Rochester and stuff, it's like, conception start, or life starts at conception. I'm like, yeah. bitch. Well, no, because when I used to work with the MDA, the Minnesota Department of Agriculture, every two weeks I would have to drive up to Duluth. And what's the what's the route? What's the... <laughs> the street. What's the highway? Tifa? Is it thirty five? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. Um, on that, is it a highway or freeway? Or what? highway. On that highway, there's like a bunch of uh, billboards, and all the billboards. After you pass pretty much Forest Lake, it starts to get a little crazy. So there's like Trump billboards. There were um, pro life, and then there were also this billboard about how. Um, evolution is not real and shouldn't be taught in schools people are wild i know it's so stupid and and going up there i always felt very very uneasy because i know that 
there is a if you draw a big Venn diagram, the people that believe in this also are the people that uh, hate gays and hate people of color. I mean, true. so um, going up to Duluth always made me feel very very uneasy, um, and um, yeah, it's like not a fun time. And also, that's where I was racially profiled. Yes, Oof. so <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Um, I wanted to talk about teen pregnancies and what you think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I you had... know, Do you know any teen moms? Oh, you, yeah. Did you ever watch uh, Teen Mom? <laughs> I still watch Teen Mom. Wow. <laughs> it's still on? Teen Mom OG and Teen Mom 2. Yeah, they have like a after mm-hmm. effect. Um, because in the monk community, when I was growing up, teen pregnancy used to be a really, really big issue. And I don't know about how big of an issue it is now and if people are doing I don't feel like it. teens are getting as or I mean they're still getting pregnant but not as high of a rate as yeah, they were when we I were in high school. That's what I feel like too but I'm also not a teenager. That's also true. So I'm not You like don't say um what do they say? They say things are coochie. What? I hear I heard that on a TikTok. Things what? are coochie, coochie. I don't oh. know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not up with the new hip lingo. She's I know like, that hey, they say sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. Hey, I'm young. I'm hip. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Like, hey guys, I'm young too. Um, no, but I I wouldn't know because I'm obviously not a teenager. I'm not hanging around the high schools asking if you have pregnant. a 17 year old sister. I know. Maybe I should ask her. I was like, does she have any pregnant friends? Bitch, that's why right now, bitch, period. Text her. Ask her if anybody at school has been pregnant in the last year. Yeah, let me call her. Let me call her. Um, But I'll call her in a second. But um, I wanted to talk about that because, yes, it used to be a big deal in the monk community. Now I don't see a lot of outreach to them. But there is this um, stigma that if, like, you're a young mom, it's going to be so hard for you and, like, blah, 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 blah. And it's going to be... You got you got to get married to whoever you you got pregnant to and like all this stuff, um, but I, the phenomenon is that the right word? Phenomenon, phenomenon, phenomena, phenomenon, phenomenon. Sure, sure. Um, that I wanted to talk about is that yes, being a teen mom is really really hard. There's going to be a lot of hardships, but the phenomenon that I see happen a lot is that. The baby comes out, and the family is like, aww, and they forget about everything else, you know? They forget about being upset and, like... Yeah, and it's I like... I think that's common. It's very common, but it's like, don't forget that, like, this is going to be so hard, and, like... Well, I think of it as even, like, you just berated this girl for the last, like, ten months, and now you're like, oh, but the baby's so cute. And, like, don't get me wrong. It is going to be fucking hard, especially if, like, you're still in high school and you plan to finish high school. Like, that rate drops so much faster when you have a child because it is a 24-hour job. Like, being a parent is a full-time job on top of whatever you're already doing. But I don't know. I had a friend who got pregnant our sophomore year of high school, um, which means I was in 2010. So her son is 11 now. Oh my so, god, really? Yeah. I'm glad. It's Boo Boo. Hello, Boo. Hey, Boo. Hello. She can't hear you. <laughs> Hello, where are you? 
I'm in bed, bitch. Oh, period. <laughs> they talk exactly the same. It's great. Uh, th- uh, my uh, impression of Boo Boo is like, what a bitch, period, bitch. Then she said, oog. <laughs> Ew. Uh, um, okay, I'm talking to Latifah on our podcast. Do you know anyone that's pregnant in your school? Or do you have any friends that were pregnant? Teen pregnancy? Um, uh, Don't say their names. There was this one girl that, like, I knew she had a baby, like, a few months ago, or not even, like, maybe, like, yeah, like, six months ago, and I was like, excuse me? Bitch, don't say too much. She, she, her name is, is she this? back she in school? Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, she had a baby, and I was like, hey, girl. How Ask old is her she? she's back at school. She's my age, but she had the baby when she was, like, like, 16. Okay. Ask and her if she's back at school. Is she back at school? Is she back at school? Do you see her in the hallway? No, actually, no. Oh. Did she drop no. out? Um, probably. And there's like this like adult school or um like G E D I'm sure. Down the street or whatever. She's um, getting her G E D. I don't I don't know oh. if she's like going to school or not, but uh, yeah, I definitely don't see her in North. What so. did people think of her? Were they like, this bitch is disgusting? Or were they like, you better work? Yeah. What? What did people think of her? What? I said, what did people think of her? Um, I don't know. Like, some people are like, was she mom? chill about it. I mean, not many, like, not many people knew. Like, even I didn't really know because... Like, obviously, like, I didn't really hang out with her. She hung out she with, like, like baggy clothes. And, like, there's so many different bitches at school that are, like, <laughs> I don't know who they are. So. Was she Hmong? What? Was she Hmong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you say it like that, bitch? Good. I don't know. I was like, hmm. She's Hmong? Oh, no, she's not Hmong. She's. Yeah. Oh, she's white. Okay, work. Yeah. Okay, um, um... But the baby is mixed. She's Mika and, uh, Mikata, or Mikatu. Oh, okay. Work. Alright, that's all I wanted to ask. Um, I have to call you and mom one day to plan your birthday, and also probably Latifah. Okay. Just add me the FaceTime call. It's cool. Just let me know. Okay, okay, LOL. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, bitch. Bye, boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bitch speaks just like me. Thanks, um... She got her personality from me, so whatever. Literally. Really, though. Um, yeah, so that was my... Uh, <laughs> that was our interview with Boo Boo. Wow, Boo, thanks for being the second guest on our podcast. Uh, wow, well, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she said that there's a, a girl that had a baby, like, maybe a At few 16. months ago. Mm-hmm. So it is... I mean, it's Which I think there's that. still going to be, like... I don't yeah. think you're ever going to really get rid of teen pregnancy. Um, I know on my grade, I think there are at least two or three... Which honestly isn't a whole lot. I mean, we were school of like, or my class was like 400. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, I think one gave up her baby for adoption. Um, one kept her baby. And I think some girl got like pregnant at the, toward the end of high school at like graduation. So, mm-hmm. and now yeah. she has like three, four kids. Yeah. I mean, my mom probably got pregnant when she was 17 and then had me when she was 18. I'm guessing. When's your mom's birthday? Um,. May 20th. 
and you were how old were you she was 18 when she had you i think so uh then yeah she's probably got pregnant at 17 yeah so um you guys it's it's hard bitch it's really hard yeah it's really difficult and like um i don't know it just gets really i feel like a lot of the time too because it's like you're going through so much when you don't necessarily know who you are because like i think about me at 17 or 18 and i'm like would I be with the person I was dating if I had a baby? Like, would I still try to be with them to this day and be like, I'd be fucking miserable? I don't um, think we'd be friends if you were pregnant at 17. You would have no time to hang out with us. No, because I always had to drive and pick up your guys' asses, so no, we probably wouldn't be friends. Yeah, I don't think... And then you'd, like, have a baby, and then we'd be like, oh, we want to, like, go out and, like, have fun. You guys don't want to go out. You guys just started going out. I know, but I'm just saying, like... I, I know you what you're saying. You gotta take though. care of a baby, like you, right? You and I think that there. that's something. Um, I don't know. I feel like you should ask your mom that the next time. Maybe I'll ask her next time she messages me on Instagram or something. Because um, I feel like a lot of young moms feel like they lose a lot of their friends after they have a baby, because especially like around those like late teens, early twenties, where <sighs> yeah, like, oh, we're old enough mom. to go. <laughs> <laughs> Impromptu guests. Yeah, gas queen. Hold on, maybe she's gonna. I know. I bet it's eleven thirty. Like, she could be asleep. She, no, she usually texts me when she's like going to sleep. Oh. <gasps> Hello. Mom. Oh, hi. Where are Tell you? Tell her I say hi. I'm at home. What's up? Oh, Latifa and I are recording our podcast, <laughs> and we're talking about uh, teen moms. Lol. So <laughs> we wanted to talk about oh, you. Let me go to the bedroom. I'm in the living room. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. You and Latifa are doing what? We're, I said we're talking, um, on, we're doing our podcast, and we're wondering about um, when you were pregnant with me. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> um, we're wondering if you lost all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't have any friends, Kevin, to be in with. Wow. So it didn't matter. Wow, period, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what else do you want to know? Um, I don't know, Tifa, what, what do you want to know? Um, so... Was it hard? Are you recording me? Yeah. <laughs> we called we called Boo Boo. She gave us some uh, gossip about how um, she knew a girl that got pregnant at her school. Oh, she did? Yeah. Oh, who's that? I don't know. Bobby Boo Boo didn't know. know. <laughs> okay. okay. Was it hard, Mom? It was hard. Well, I mean, you know, being 17 and pregnant, yeah, that was hard, but... But Vaughn, you know, you and auntie and them were very supportive and very um, loving when you were born, so. Yeah, but before, they were, were they like, avoid that baby, bitch? No, no, they were just like, oh, you know, um, you know, you're so young, and, you know, then I had to marry your dad, and they're like, oh, you know, you guys <laughs> were both so young, I wasn't done with college, and I was with high school, um. But we got married anyways, so. Okay. But then you lived with Dad in Mankato, right? I did. I lived with your dad in Mankato. I wasn't pregnant yet. So I lived with your dad in Mankato. I went to high school. He went to uh, college. And then um, got depressed and a bunch of pills. And then came back up to live with a fall on them. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did you feel isolated having to move to Mankato? Did you feel isolated? I went to everyone? school up here, and then I, got, yeah, and then I got 
pregnant while he came back up. With with me? With Ethan. Huh? With me? Yeah, because I wasn't pregnant oh, when I met. Just kidding. Oh, okay. I got in January. Of, yeah. Yeah, of 93. Then you were born in... Yeah. Ooh, it's my birthday soon. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Are you doing your homework? No, I was. Boo-boo was over. I just dropped her off at home at Buzz and came back. And oh. I was looking at getting COVID tests for Charlize and Ethan. But Ethan hasn't texted me back yet. Because, oh, of course. I don't know. He's probably sleeping or whatever. Okay. Uh, but, what else do you want to know, Latifah? Um, I have my earphones on. It was really just because we were talking about feeling like a lot of friends were kind of leaving people behind, like well, once they figure out like a baby. A, are we doing it because it's your birthday? No, we're doing uh, we're doing a <laughs> podcast uh, because you know the Texas. We were talking about abortions um, oh. because the Texas law, and then we were like, well, what about teen moms? Um, is that like hard? And then we were like, we do, do we know any teen moms? And I was like, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was a teen mom. I will have to say that it was hard, but um, both families were very supportive. I mean, I got married thinking that I was originally pregnant, but I wasn't. And then we went down to Mankato while school, I went to school down there. And then we moved back up depression and then I got pregnant um but it was very supportive because of the family yeah but that's not like everyone right like that's Uh, that's unusual sometimes families are like bitch you better get fucking an abortion right yeah yep or or they're not very supportive or they're like we're not gonna watch your baby or we're not gonna help take care of you or they're like you have to move up all this stuff but yeah, we're like well We'll help you take care of the baby if you work, but we'll figure it out. And you get, I had to go to school because we need the health insurance. And then, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was very different. I, I, I'd probably do it again. I mean, actually, I would do it again. But, you know, oh. we have to have a good supportive family. And, that's, and then we're very supportive, and, you know, it was good. Okay. But... And plus, I wasn't a big partier, so I wasn't out, like, partying all the time and drinking. So, I never wow. on that. Ew, mom. You're like, basically, I was a loser, so. <laughs> You're the same way. Chauffeur eventually, <laughs> as, you know, Ew. I got older. And then I watch everybody get drunk, and I laugh. Uh, <laughs> what a loser, mama. <laughs> she was like, I have to get home to my baby. I'm out. <laughs> I was a people watcher at bars. I wow, was true. Well, me, to be honest, yeah. same. So I was always the people watcher while everyone else got drunk. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mom. Um, mm-hmm. I have to call you and Boo Boo and <laughs> Latifa uh, one day so that we can plan Boo Boo's birthday. Okay. Um, so maybe this weekend or something. I oh, told yeah. Boo Boo to buy outfits and she's like, what? I have to buy outfits? And I was like, yeah, because you're going to take senior pictures. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I told you that a month ago. That girl is so lost. <laughs> I mean, we got some stuff online, but I don't. She doesn't know what she wants to do. Like, she doesn't have an idea of what she wants to do. Okay, drag her. You well, know? so <laughs> Calvin's like, put her in a high we'll ponytail and some cat ears. Call it a day. Okay, 
All right, okay. I'll call you the, this weekend then, I guess. Okay. Okay. Right, love you guys. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Well, love you. Bye. LOL. Okay, so basically she said that um, uh, both sets of grandparents, because she said Papa Yaya is um, my dad's side, and, the, and then my Tatai and Yeti are uh, my mom's side, are very supportive. I know that my. Where do your mom's parents live? Uh, St. Paul. Oh, everybody is in St. Paul. Okay. Yeah. I've never met them, which is like, I guess I'd only really know your dad's side of the family. But yeah. Um, usually, traditionally, um, the the grandparents on the dad's side will take care of like the whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, yeah. I know that my um, mom's side, my grandparents were against it in the beginning, but as soon as I was born... They were like, yes, queen. Or look whatever. at this little bitch. Yeah, we like, like look him. Look at this bitch. We love this baby. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's like once uh, the baby comes, people kind of like forget about everything. And they're like, oh, we're going to make it work for this baby. Um, but I think it's also still important to teach um, contraception, teach sex education, teach um, about all this stuff. Because it's not like like my mom said, she kind of lucked out that the family was very supportive. Um, but that's not always the case, and I think that's why uh, teen pregnancy, and not abstinence, but teen uh, sexual education has to continue. But yeah, period. For sure. And um, yeah, I think, I mean, I know a couple of teen moms, I'm not going to out them because, I mean, I, know, I was afraid that Boo was going to say her name. God, it's like, I'm not going to say anything because like Kevin's mom and Boo-Boo were obviously both on the podcast and they like were able to talk for themselves. And I I do know teen moms and I know, I know teen moms who have done really well for themselves and their kids are doing really well and they're phenomenal moms. Um, and they made things work. And I know the people who have had the baby as a teen and it literally saved their life because they were depressed or mm-hmm. they felt like that was like kind of their saving grace or their wake up call to things. Um but it's hard work. Like having kids is hard work. And that's why I think things like this are decisions that you can't make very lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you just choose to have an abortion or you choose to go and carry out a pregnancy. Um, one thing I do want to say is that like with Texas getting rid of abortion laws, isn't getting rid of people having abortions. You're just taking away the safe and like proper procedural ways mm-hmm. to terminate a pregnancy. Cause it, it's, it's a medical procedure. Like, that's what it is. It's not killing anything. It's not, like, dismantling. I think there was an article a couple years ago of it's like, yeah, this is how they take apart a fetus. And it was like, they pulled a leg out, and then they pulled this out. And they're like, most pregnancies um, are really early stage, usually first trimester. Um, if they do get into later term, I think it's only if it's, like, high risk that mm-hmm. something would happen or, like, a stillborn Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've seen people have stillborns. My grandma had a stillborn, um, baby. Her first baby was a stillborn. Um, so these things happen and like pregnancy is scary because you could lose a baby from the time, um, it's conceived to six to seven months after a year after just from like SIDS, um, after birth. So it's like, there's all these variations and all these things that people don't think about. They just think a woman gets pregnant She's going to have morning sickness for a little bit. She's going to have a great pregnancy. There aren't going to be any complications. And she'll have a baby. And my issue is that there's not enough um, social resources for these mothers, like, after they have birth, after they give birth to a child. Because then they're like, 
okay, you had a baby, so now good luck. Like, we were pro-birth. We wanted you to have this baby, but now you have to take care of it on your own means. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to provide, if you're not going to provide health care for this woman to have to carry out a pregnancy where she's going to have to be seen at almost a weekly basis towards the end of her pregnancy and for this baby, you're not going to provide child care for her to continue working if she is a single mom or if they are in a two-parent household or like a family household where someone can take care of the child. Like, there are so many things that people aren't thinking about. And um, I know people who are pro-life but also support pro-choice. Like, they would never get an abortion, but they also believe that if you're going to be pro-life, you have to be what's called womb to tomb. So, like, from the time that a baby is conceived and is in a womb and like growing like from zygote to fetus to baby to the time that you have to bury that human once they're born, that that needs to be taken care of. You can't just force a pregnancy upon someone, expect them to give birth and just be like, okay, that's it. Good luck. And like walk away. You can't like wash your hands of that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think that if you say that you're pro choice, you're also technically like, pro-life because you're saying like oh you can choose like you can yeah it's like people think pro-choice means like pro-abortion like i'm like yeah get all the fucking abortions you can fuck it up fuck it up sis um and then also i wanted to say that if you are um pro-life and you are on birth control you're technically pro-choice yup because you're choosing when you want to have a baby or when or if you want to have a baby um and then one thing I also wanted to say, what else did I want to say? Uh, one thing I can't stand is um, women who that who cannot have babies that guilt other women that have abortions. They're like, I I can't have a baby, and you can, and you avoided it. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> it's my body. I can do whatever I want. Don't be mad at me. And it's not, and it's nobody's barren, fault that abort that um, miscarriages happen. Like. It's a very common, common thing that happens to most women. Mm -hmm. It's just not talked about at the capacity that it happens. I think it's like one in three women will have a miscarriage. Yeah, you guys, when I say that I worked at a, um, a, the histology histology, Histology um, histology department, um, missed abortions, which is like an in utero death of the fetus. Um, that happens a lot and I would get a lot of those. Um, so it's very, very common. Does it look like Are a baby? Are those the miscarriages that aren't, like, full miscarriage? So they, like, miscarried, but, like, sometimes part of the fetus or, like, is still there, and then they have to, like, fully abort to, like, yeah. plant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, you guys, it just looks like jello, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh, my God. You yeah, sound effects. Ow. Disgusting. Have you ever um like tried to eat a whole jello just like sucking it up like <laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say something, but it was very sexual. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> a girl could suck a fucking golf ball through a straw if someone really needed to to, but that's okay. So yeah, jello's cool. Um We love that for her. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck were we talking about? What? I lost my place. You were talking about working at the hospital and like the... Oh, yeah, it's very common to have a missed abortion and, um, yeah, period. No, and I think that's, that's how it should be. Like, it, 
or not that it should be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be you shouldn't have like a boy. It should, it should be <laughs> no. That's how it should be. You should have a missed abortion. <laughs> No, like people don't think about all the medical reasons for an abortion. Like it's not just because it's like I was careless and I got pregnant, so I need yeah. to have an abortion. It's like maybe you me- you slipped up, or maybe there's fucking rape and incest shit going on, and like you're gonna have to carry a full term baby. And like that's the one thing with Texas. Like there's no, there's no um, what is it called a. I'm thinking of the word. It's like a English is hard. There are no exceptions. There's another that's word. That's the word. There's another word, but it's not exception. But that's what I. It's basically exception. There are no exceptions for it. Like even if you were raped and you don't know you're pregnant until seven weeks after, you're like, nah, bitch, you got to carry that baby full term. We don't care. You're gonna go to trial with your rapist. You're gonna have to carry his baby, and that man now has rights to that mm-hmm. baby. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And same with, like, incest. So if, like, your fucking dad rapes you or whatever the case, like, you got to carry that baby full term. You got to carry your baby brother, son, child <laughs> full term. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. like, that's wild. And, like, it has – it's literally stripping away women of their rights. Um, a lot of people are saying that it's not going to be held up for a long time. Um, the website that they were doing tips – like you literally put a bounty on people and they're asking for people for tips of like who's getting abortions or who's telling people to get abortions. Um, the domain owner of the company that they said they signed up for the website for is saying that it's illegal for them to do that. So the website is being taken down. So I don't know. We'll see. It's just like I feel like there's a lot of misinformation for people who are pro-life and they just kind of like run with it and they're just like, you have to have babies, but at the same time, it's like we have a population probably we have such a hard time taking care of people that are here. And those people that are pro-life and like believe in that start fucking adopting kids, mm-hmm. like adopting the kids that are here and like mm-hmm. take care of them. And I know that that's like another argument is like, well, even if you don't want the baby, you can carry the baby full term and just give it up for abortion or not abortion for adoption. And like, that's just that's not helping the problem. Yeah, okay. And then, and then adopt the baby. Right. You want to speak or whatever? There's so many kids in the system and like in foster care and like the whole foster care system is a fucking nightmare too. I mean, there are kids that are abused on a regular basis and then like, I don't know. It's like such a big construct of an idea and for people just to be like, we'll just, we're just going to ban abortions, but you don't want to up education. You don't want to up like... Planned like, Parenthood funding. Plan. They don't have a plan. I'm like no, they're just like on. we're just not going to let women get abortions. I'm like that's not doing anything. Like again, people are going to go to the fucking back alley um, abortion centers or like where people are just doing them in like fucking hotel rooms and in like basements, and like you're going to have people die. People are going to die trying to get abortions, and like people will put like bleach in their vagina. People will do all sorts of shit to try to like get rid of it could you get rid of a child that they know they can't take care of and putting their lives at risk then so it's just very i don't know and i feel like most people listening to our podcast will probably be pro choice anyway so i'm no I'm, I'm preaching to the choir when i say it, like when we're talking about all this um but i think we all have a part to play and like definitely keep advocating for women because they matter and we matter and like kids are a blessing don't get me wrong but like 
when you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're thinking about if you're ever finding yourself in a situation where you're like, I can't take care of this child or like, I feel like I need to get an abortion, like reach out to somebody. There are hotlines. Um, my inbox is always open. Just, I don't know. I feel like it's something that people aren't comforted into doing. Not that you should be like egged on to getting an abortion, but like you should know that it's okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, let's close this by saying um do you want kids one day tifa yeah of course i want kids How many, um, that's a loaded question so i always felt like i wanted i always wanted more than two because i feel like me and tony were were okay and close growing up but it's like i don't know like if you're mad at them like you, that's it like i don't have anywhere else to go wait um, tony is how many years younger than you He's three years and 16 days. His birthday's next Friday. Oh, my God. Bro. I know. September babies oh, yes, all around. September babies when I have my work. Um, but I feel like if I have three kids, three's an odd number. And, like, my my measure of having kids is really stupid because I'm like, if I go to Disney World and we go as a family you of five. You are so dumb. Okay. No, but if I go as a family of five, then that's an odd number of people. And then we can't. Not everybody has a ride partner. Mm-hmm. Before, if you have four kids, then you you definitely have to have, like, a minivan or, like, a bigger SUV because it's not going to work with, like, a regular car. Even with three kids, I feel like you'd get a little tight. So, I don't know. I'm somewhere between two and four, maybe five, but five seems really excessive. Five? You're crazy. Your cousin, I counted the other day, and I was like, how many kids do they have? Your Auntie James and them, your Uncle James have, like, six? Yeah, they have a lot of kids. That's crazy. Yeah. I would never. I always wanted to have babies. I especially wanted to have a babies when I was younger. Um, and I always wanted to be a young parent, just like my mom and dad, because I think that's why uh, we're so close and I why my mom is, like, so cool. Um, and I was always like, oh, my God, I want to be a cool dad, too, just like my dad. Because, like, I remember going to high school. And it's a private school, so, you know, everyone's white. and they And they're like yeah, my dad's, like, 60, and I'd be like, yeah, my dad's, like, 30-whatever at the time. And they'd be like, oh, my God, that's kind of fierce and sickening. And I'm like, I know, it's, like, it's, like, it's everything, bitch. Um, <laughs> and so that's what I've always wanted. Obviously, that didn't happen and was not going to happen. <laughs> um, but that was my fantasy. And um, let's see. So I always wanted to have kids. Now that I'm getting a little bit older i don't think that i want kids and i don't think that i'm going to have kids um only because for me the option would be adoption um, which is uh sometimes they don't let single parents or same-sex couples adopt and it's also really hard or surrogacy which is like millions of dollars pretty much um i feel like i told you when i was like 16 i was like i would surrogate for you okay work so maybe Latifah will say it for me one day um, but then I also was like do I really want to have the res- a responsibility for the rest of my life to have a child like I'm not quite sure oh I saw all like the new like first day of school pictures today and I was like oh I can't wait for that to happen to be me where I'm like look at my baby's first day of school and I I'm, know like, you'd be bawling I would love it I feel like I would love it but I would also be like I don't know I like, 
I don't know. I feel like I'm one of those, this sounds so cliche, but I feel like I'm one of those people who's like destined to be a mom. Mm -hmm. Um, so Here, let me send you, hold on. Let me send you a TikTok and let me see if it makes you cry. Hold on. Right now? You want me to watch it right now? <laughs> yeah. Because, um, I will say that because I don't want to be, I don't want to have my own child anymore. I have settled on being a uncle and, a um, yeah. And I'm just going to wait until either my brother or my little sister has a baby. And then I'll be I feel like, like Boo's not going to want to have kids. I don't think she's going to have kids either. Cause she doesn't even know how to take care of herself. Um, <laughs> Drag her. it's true. <laughs> she's 17. Okay, bitch. At 70, I knew how to cook. And she's like, what the fuck is cooking? Um, but yeah, so I guess I'm just going to wait for Ethan to have kids, whatever. Um, and with the passing of my auntie, I've, I've realized that, um, that I just want to be like an uncle because she was like a really, really great aunt. She never had her own kids, but she treated us like her own children. Mm -hmm. Um, so let me find this because for some reason, maybe I don't, oh, here. Okay. I'm going to send it to you. I sent it. Because for some reason, I was watching this video and I was like crying. Oh, did because... you send it on TikTok? No, no. What? Did you send it? Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, did you send it on TikTok or did you just send it? Because okay, for some reason, this video like made me cry. Okay, so it's a family and their two kids. That's their youngest's birthday. I think you just cried because the mom is crying. I think so too. It's just sad. I think that'd be you. Why is it sad? I don't know. It's just like sad because like in that moment she realizes that like um this is never gonna happen again, you know. Oh, that's me like with everything. I'm like, oh I'm never gonna live this moment again. Yeah, period. Yeah. So I just went to my uncle. I just want to be a cool uncle. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Tony's not really going to have kids, so I feel like I have to have... I also want to have kids. <laughs> not that you have to have kids. Yeah. It's weird because, like, um, Miguel didn't really like kids up until maybe after his niece, Luna, was born. And now he's like, babies. And I'm like... Oh. Yeah, that's what it takes sometimes. The other day, we were at a... We did a carne asada with some of his family friends. And they're one of their daughters. I think she's my brother's age and she had a baby last year she's a one he'll be one um like next week all these fucking september babies man i tell you um and she's like when are you guys gonna have kids i mean i was like yeah probably in like four or five years and i was like wow usually from him he's gonna hate me that i say this he's like if it was up to miguel i'd probably be pregnant like in six months to a year my god but it's not so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not. i sent another tiktok that makes me think of miguel Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. I'm gonna send it to him. Um, I don't know if... I don't want to... I don't want to disclose Miguel's... Miguel was just in the hospital. If he says it's okay for me to talk about the next time, I'll talk about it. But yeah. just know he's better. It wasn't anything, like, super, super dire, I guess. <laughs> no. Just know that this happened. It was Latifah's birthday weekend. This happened. And then Latifah's like, yeah, I'm just in my hotel room alone. My mom's here. We went to the bar. We had a shot. 
Yeah, like, I did oh, with my mom at the bars um, with my brother and his girlfriend and like a couple of other friends ended up showing up. And right. I'd even stay at the hotel. I had the hotel from Saturday to Monday and I didn't even stay there on Sunday because I had to go pick up Miguel because he was discharged and he was like, are you going to go? Are you going to leave me? And I was like, God damn it. And I was like, I guess not. <laughs> and I need to call the hotel in the morning because I was like, I'm not going to be there in time for checkout time. So I had to call them and be like, hey, I had like a family emergency. So I'm on my way to come check out now, um, which was nice because then I got to like shower and clean up. So I had like an extra hour. But I was like, <laughs> but I also didn't really have to pay for the hotel. It was like I had points and stuff. So it was fine. But also it was like, I didn't, this was, it was no point. <laughs> but by the time he went to the hospital, it was too late to cancel. So it was like, I either don't go and I cancel, I don't get it at all, or I like get to use it, which I had a photo shoot on Sunday. So I was able to get ready in the hotel where it was nice. Oh my I guess. God, that like, is a crazy weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I left the work early on Friday, went to the, to the hospital with Miguel, waited at the ER until like, seven o'clock for him to be taken back and i couldn't wait in the waiting room with him so i had to wait on the other side of the hospital and that once they pulled him back i was able to go over there i don't think he got roomed till like almost 11 o'clock um because i did excuse me i have the hiccups um yeah, they didn't room him for a few hours and then i couldn't stay overnight because like visiting hours ended eight and they're like no you can't stay so then I went home and then I went back during the day and I went then I stayed with him for a little while and then I went to go check into my hotel. I was driving all over and then I had to go pick up my mom because she wanted to come stay downtown with me. And then we went to Crave. Oh my gosh, I didn't even talk about this. What? I don't even think I told you this. So um, we went to Crave downtown on Saturday. My mom, Tony, and Anya, his girlfriend, and we're on the rooftop, and we're eating dinner. And Is then this we the Crave looked... that we went to? Did we go to the Crave downtown? Yes, I think so. Sure. Yeah. Um, and we're on the rooftop, and we look over, and there's this guy laying in the middle of the intersection, and we're like, "What's going on?" He's like kind of jerking around and we're like, okay. And the table behind me is like, oh my gosh, we should call the police. And I'm like, fuck. Um, And I could tell, like, I think he was just, I think he might've been on something. It could have been on drugs or he's just having like a mental break or something. So they're like, we should call the police. And I'm like, oh, they're going to call the police. The guy was black. There's only, I'm only saying that because if you call the police on a black man, like the middle Mm -hmm. of the street, like it's not going to end well. Mm -hmm. So I was like. Tony was like, we should go down there. And I was like, yeah, we should go down there because like, the last thing I want is like the police to show up and then there'd be a fucking shootout and I have to watch it and like for all of this to happen. And like he doesn't, that it's like the last thing that needs to happen here. So we go down there. A couple people are already talking to him. But me and Tony walk up and we like talk to him and we're like, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? And he's like, I'm having a heart attack. So I'm like, I'm checking his pulse, and the woman's like, don't move him. Like, if you're saying he's having a heart attack, and you're not medically trained, like, you shouldn't move it. And I was like, he's not having a heart attack. Like, he's fine. He's just, I think, some, I think he was just having a mental break, and he was like, the ambulance needs to come get me, blah, blah, blah. And he, like, taking his belt off for some reason. Um, and I was like, hey, can you at least, like, can I help you sit up? Can we, like, get you to the side, to the sidewalk or something? Um so me and Tony helped him sit up and like somebody, the ambulance was already on the way. 
um, and they the ambulance took him away. But it was like this whole like twenty thirty minute thing where they were just down there and like blocking the intersection. It was like super wild because I was like, I don't. Police ended up showing up after they took him away in the ambulance, or to like kind of block off traffic while the ambulance was leaving. But like, mm-hmm. it was a lot. I was like, what the hell was going on? That's scary. Not yeah, because it was like. Well, because it was, like, a weird situation, but also, like, um, mental health crisis, also a black man, and the police are showing up. That could have yeah, been... Yeah, and I didn't want something to happen, so that's why me and Tony went down there, and yeah. I was like, I just want to stay until he's, like, taken. So we stayed... Um, me and Tony stayed with him until they, like, got him into the ambulance and stuff, and, like, yeah, I talked to the EMTs, and I was like, I think he's fine. I think he's just... He's just having, like, a mental break, or maybe he's having, like, a bad trip or something. But he was cognitive and, like, was fine. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just, I got worried because I was, like you said, like, I, the last thing I want is for, like, the fucking police to show up and see a man, a black man in a mental health crisis. And they're like, shoot him. And I'm like, he's not doing anything. Like, he wasn't a threat to anybody. He was just laying in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. So just know that you can talk to people and de-escalate. Um, it's a very capable thing that we're all <laughs> that we all can do other than cops i guess but you know mm-hmm. <laughs> things are possible but yeah that happened this weekend and then yeah sunday i went back to the hospital spent gal had his procedure that morning um and then i got there and he was like passed out for like hours because he was on anesthesia then i left did my photo shoot and then i came back and i just took him home so yeah, that was really my weekend. It was just back and forth. He was like, "Hey, he was like, hey, my God, I'm gonna just drop you off because I got a photo shoot, right? I gotta go." Take, well, at uh, Saturday, he was shoot. like, "Saturday, he's like, you should go have fun." And I was like, "I didn't make plans with anybody because I didn't know what was gonna happen to you." So, my mom was like, "Yeah, we can hang out." And Tony and his girlfriend were like, "Tony was supposed to work, but he got called out, so that's why he was able to hang out." Um, mm-hmm. And okay, now it's even. I'm just talking about our life. Sorry, I haven't talked to Calvin in probably like a couple days. I've been all over the place. Also, sorry for the late Instagram post this last week because I was in and out of the hospital. That's why I was like, I didn't have time to like go through the pictures, but they're up now. You can look at them. Yeah, I also I realized in the YouTube I forgot one picture. It's the picture of us. Um, it's me, Rathmini, Gary, and Latifa. Um, like at the hotel when we're talking. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How Boo Boo had a birthday at the hotel. Yeah. Oops, sorry. It's not that great of a picture anyway, whatever. Oh, well. But yeah. Okay, well, thanks for listening again. Sorry that we always get on these tangents about our lives that you probably don't care about. But Thanks, y'all. I really want to go eat garlic bread. That's it. Oh, my gosh. My mom bought a bunch of garlic bread today. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. Why are we on the same wavelength all the time, Penny? Oh, my God. (laughs) Just seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Small oh. world. Okay. But okay, well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you again next week about Damn. what? We don't know. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Bye. Bye.